Hello, listener. I'm so happy you're here. But quick, before you listen to this podcast, Lock into Destiny, they have there's a glitch going on right now where you can do a six person raid, but with 12 people. That's not that's something that's never happened to Destiny before. AJ and I are going to really quickly record this podcast because we have to get to the Destiny server, Destiny raid. We're going to do what AJ's garden, garden. We're going to do this garden. We're going to do um, the the ice one, the snowy one, the ice, the snowy <laughs> one. Uh, we're going to go kick Tanix <laughs> and his dumb robot ass. I'm sick of him. He gave us so much problems for like two to three weeks. He was like, oh, I'm Tanix and I'm a big yeah. robot man and I'm sick of it. So I'm getting all of my homies together and we're going to go kick his goddamn ass. And that's happening today on Sunday. Yep, when yep, you, yep, a yep. listener, are hearing this, I hope that you can also go out and take advantage of the Destiny glitch where you can get 12 people into a raid. But that will be after Tuesday, which is when the weekly reset is. So if anything, it's almost certainly patched by now. But hey, oh, no. you know what? Oh, no. That happens. No. Hey, hey. hey. C'est la vie. It's hindsight, baby. I mean... <laughs> Hey, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a God, what the fuck? Jesus, my, I, okay, all of my speakers in this room are off. My phone is off. Everything is off, but there is a Discord notification, a ghost Discord, there it is again, a ghost Discord notification, just somewhere, some machine, there it is again, what is happening? All right, there's, I don't know. You're going to get notified. Our Final Fantasy <sighs> Discord is popping off right now. You need to figure out what device I, is making I, the bloops I, because I our cool Final <laughs> Fantasy Discord is just rocking out. I have no idea. Like, all of my speakers are off. My laptop is closed. My phone has headphones in it. There's, there's, I don't know what's happening. And it's actually driving me insane. It's driving there's me another like one. mad. <laughs> I didn't hear anything yet, but it's going to come. So if I just suddenly lose it in the middle of this podcast, uh, it's because of our private Final Fantasy 14 Discord, which is so weird because I don't play Final Fantasy 14, but I'm still you in that Discord. You have a character, though. You built a character. You're in the world. You just I need have to play more. I have played all of 22 minutes, like 20 or 1 or 22 minutes, and I was like, this game's okay. <laughs> you you but, really do have to get through the 80-hour tutorial, and you have to get to the point where the little boy says, I'd like to make a military without borders. And you think, you're the fact 12. That you're saying you cannot 80... be a tiny big boss. And he says, I would like to be a tiny big boss, please. And then you and help him become a tiny military him. power. It goes See, perfect that for sounds. Him. That sounds beautiful. That sounds lovely. That's an energy I could get behind. But the fact that there's an eight quote, heavy quotes on this 80 hour tutorial to get to fun things, AJ, is an absolute, my mic is clipping and I need to, I need to, I need to, excuse me while I lower my levels a little bit. The fact that you have to go 80 hours to get to good gameplay is dumb and stupid. I could play Doom Eternal twice, not twice, three times in a row and, and have a consecutive of great 80 hours to, of good gameplay and hey, yeah, be but satisfied. Blake, here's, the th here's the thing about that. You don't get to be a cat boy for 80 hours in Doom Eternal, do you? Cat boys are overrated. It's all about dragon boys. What are you talking about, AJ? Actually, it's all about bunny boys. What are you fucking talking about, you basic B? You basic cat boy? <laughs> but I gotta do, a cat, I do admit, I though. A, I hear a cat <laughs> screaming in my hallway. I'm so sorry. Oh, he's attacking my door. He's busting my door down. He's prying it open. He's well, in. Because he, he knows we're talking about, he's here to beat the shit out of me because I'm shitting on cats. <laughs> Cat voice. Should we start I admit, our I podcast now? Yeah, yeah. What do, I mean, what is our podcast? Like, what do we do? Like, this I, apparently is Spiritual talk Successor, about a comedy boys, video right? game design podcast where we take your horrible, nasty, horrible, cursed video game ideas from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. I'm your host, AJ Hart. 
And I am your other host, Blake Rea. Blake, we can't start a show like this without first touching base on a little bit of industry news. Oh, so hello. Welcome to Spiritual Successor, a sometimes gaming news podcast, as AJ likes to say. So this week we had our Sony State of Play. Usually this comes with the idea that we're going to get more information on all of the lovely video games that we've been excited to hear about. However, if mm -hmm. you're like me out there, then you've already forgotten all of the games that were in this year, month's week's state of play. Just like you forgot about all of these games last time they showed them. They were like, <laughs> Space Bullet Hell game. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a game. New Odds World game. Oh yeah, that's a game. Deathloop. Oh yeah, that's a game. And whoa, I realized whoa, whoa, that maybe whoa, 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 I don't whoa, whoa. give a single crap about any of the Sony games because every single one had been deleted from my brain full hog. See, I don't understand how you can get, like, every other game. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I there's... Of course I you forgot about you know, the Freddy AJ, Fazbear here's, here's video the thing, game. Here's the thing. Why no, 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 no. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think it's easy to forget about games that don't fucking have gameplay trailers. And I, I've been feeling like a lot of the games that have been talked about over this past year were just like, hey, here's a still, here's a JPEG, here's some little teaser thing, but it's not actual gameplay. The fact that you can forget Deathloop does infuriate me because Deathloop looks like a game that is going to happen. And it is in like two months and is the, the only reason is, I'm buying a PS5. I've been hearing about Deathloop for two years. I'm over it. What are you it. talking about? I just Deathloop? my hands on it. No, I think Deathloop got announced hey, only dude, a year ago, bro. No, Deathloop got announced at the same no. expo that Fallout 76 was announced. Yeah, fact no, check me on that. Because I no. distinctly remember Todd Howard being on the stage when it happened. Deathloop was revealed at E3 2019, dude. It was only like a year ago. Was that not when 76 hit? No, 76 I think hit like... Uh, let me fact check that. That's a game I don't think about much anymore, <laughs> which is such a bummer because they've actually added a lot of a lot of things that I do really enjoy about that game. All right. So Fallout 76 was announced uh, June at E3 2018, AJ. That was almost two, three years ago now. Okay. So Deathloop was a year after Death, 76. Yeah, Deathloop. Yes. Then Death why Loop does has, it feel like I've been hearing about it forever? Because it's the only game that people are talking about for PS... I mean, it's not the only game that people are talking about. That's a huge no, oversight. No, it is. Like but I said, we forgot about the new Odds World and the Fazbear game. And you know what? I'm running my mouth. I can guarantee you there was something in the state of play that I've already forgotten. I mean, I didn't watch it. I I, I, I just was like, uh, I, I go to those lists that just like shows everything that was announced because gamer gamer announcers are very awkward. Um, not everybody can be like that one lady who announced that, oh God, what was the, uh, it was the one lady, it was that cyberpunk The lady game, that like, announced, uh, Tokyo Ghosts? Yeah, like, not everybody can be su super fun to listen to like her. It's always like, hey, we're here, we're reading a script, uh, check out this cool gameplay. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't care. I could just watch this trailer. I, what, I wait an extra hour and, uh, you know, I could find, I don't know. It's very lazy. But whatever, you know. I wonder what <laughs> happened to her, too, because she was the creative director. And I think like two months after she did that announcement, she left that company. Oh, well, that's a bummer. I mean, maybe maybe she got offered another job. Maybe she hopefully she didn't have to leave for like sad reasons. Hopefully. Yeah, but, I, she yeah. was one of the as I understand it, she was one of the key members of Evil Within 1 and 2. And those games rip those <gasps> games. Own oh, bones. fuck. Did you ever beat Evil Evil Within 2? I know you were playing it like hardcore for a while. But did you ever? No, ever I need to get it? back into it. 
was it was it just one of those games where it was like oh you got you were really into it hardcore and then suddenly something else came out and well, you just kind of had to focus made, on that they or? took a linear horror game in evil within one and then turned it into like a open world survival game that made oh, all of the monsters way I less scary I know how you feel about open worlds. AJ hates them with a deep hate, burning passion. I hate and empty they open exist. worlds. Video games should just put me on rails and say, here's the cool video game that we're going to give you. And let mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. let me engage in that. Well, like, Evil Within 2 is weird because, like, when you put the monsters in an open world and they become, like, a common issue you have to face, they yeah. become far less horrifying. The yeah. nasty crawly yeah. dogs that skitter around, they were scary the first time. And then I realized mm-hmm. every time I needed to go to any of the houses to scavenge for gear i was gonna have to deal with that think about how many times you were actually scared of a zombie in the last of us not very often huh well last of us i wouldn't necessarily consider a a, like a scary horror game i consider it more of just like a gritty drama but but i see what you see those monsters in evil within two yeah i see what you well the moment you put into an open world it loses all sense of tension because you can in an open world, you could theoretically just avoid all of those encounters. The reason, like, I, I, I see why you, like, I do agree with you that I think a lot of horror games don't work as open worlds because then you can choose what to be scared of and what not to be. Um, or, like, like uh, that's why I think the first Resident Evil is so good because you're in an isolated location and you have to deal with the things that are in front of you and there's this tension of not wanting to. So the moment you're in an open world, it's like, I, I felt a similar thing when I was, I, I just got finished playing Sinking City, which is an open world horror game, and it got to the point where i'm like i just don't want to deal with these monsters so i just run by them <laughs> you know and i and i think that's a common issue with like a lot of open world horror games but you know what beside the point beside the point um death loops coming out it's a fucking great game and i can't believe i'm gonna have to pay 500 dollars to play this one goddamn game but it's arcane and i will hey, I'm, I'm, will, gonna, I'm I will about not. to have to drop 500 dollars to play a standalone dlc so don't even worry about it bud. <laughs> what are you talking about the final fantasy 14 thing Final Fantasy VII episode Yuffie. Sorry, sorry. God, you're going to have to... Oh, my Which, God. We're getting bastard. closer to the reason why I brought up the state of play in the first place. Thank you for bringing me uh-huh. to Final Fantasy VII, because not only are we getting Final <laughs> Fantasy VII standalone DLC PS5 exclusive episode Yuffie, mm-hmm. we are also getting Final Fantasy VII The First Soldier, a cell phone mobile game set oh. in the Final oh, Fantasy VII right. universe... That's that is right. a battle royale. Dude, you and I should play that on the YouTube channel. Like when it drops, <laughs> you, and I, you, you and I, we can go duos and fucking play Final Fantasy Battle Royale. And I just need to touch base on this because the sentence Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale is a wild uh-huh. sentence. There's you so know- much there that I feel like is chomping our flavor and our bit. And it is, of course, yet again, Final Fantasy and Square Enix that is doing this to us. How uh-huh, uh-huh. dare they? You know, it's so funny. Every couple is... of weeks, we have to come back to Final Fantasy, whatever the funny <laughs> one we made was. Because you, it's titled Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier. This mobile battle royale phone game is going to be the key story of how the, the whole, like, Super Soldier Project story, is, it's all, the story of the Super Soldier Project of Final Fantasy VII is all going to be in this stupid mobile game, which is important because that's who the main villain and the main character are. They are both soldiers. <laughs> anyway, Jesus I Christ. can't believe yeah. that Nomura is doing yeah. this to us again. I'm warning all of you right now. Nomura made us play 13 <laughs> Kingdom Hearts games. He's going to make us play seven Final Fantasy 7 games. 
do you wait a second? Do you think this battle royale is going to have a story? Yes. Like an overarching narrative I, that you I have just to said go it's through? going to be it is the actual story of the first soldier. How the fuck it's gonna do you be do like, that? Is it, it's is gonna it be supposed to be series. like series? It's gonna be seasonal story events about like you know the <clears throat> soldier the soldier program continuing through the process as they find the first soldier and they're gonna be like oh this candidate's got some oh, real real oh, talent is this, behind is it, them is it supposed to be like the winner of the battle royale is the ultimate soldier is and the, is the, the best first fighter that they the will then try to build the whole like soldier program behind yeah 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 it's gonna be important God, man Everybody's it's gonna be how the shinra foundation ended up creating and why the shinra foundation created these horrible nasty soldier people <sighs> man well, do you think people are going to play it? Do you think do you think Battle Royale yeah, I'm phone play games it, work? Dude. Day one, I'm loading <laughs> in. Dude, hell yeah. We should do that. We should do that as a one-off episode. I think that just would be very funny. But whatever, no, whatever. We're no, 15 screw minutes, the one-off. We're 15 minutes I'm in. I'm opening up a Twitch channel. I'm going to be the biggest Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier <laughs> Twitch streamer. You know, I, I believe that's really possible because you're probably going to be the only one to play it. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's do let's do what we came here to do. Let's quit talking about just real life sucky games. Let's talk about our sucky games. AJ, do you got a submission for me or you want me to give you the first one? You hit me with the first one. You seem really excited for this week. Alrighty, this one comes to us on Reddit from Squidpope, a game hooked up to a 3D printer. Not your not yours, mind you. Another player's. So the first thing that stands out to me here is I would love to do a game, um, I, 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 3D printing is becoming like w more available and you can get like a 3D printer for like 200 bucks or whatever and you could build like a bunch of miniatures I'm wondering if you could do some sort of like um, god what's that book called there's this book that came out in like 1995-1996 that was just a, uh, a biography of this famous treasure hunter and what you could do is in the book there were like these 10 different puzzles that all had like images that you needed to like decode and then you could go to that location and dig up actual treasure i think only four out of the 10 po uh, like puzzles have been solved so there's like still six pieces of treasure out there so what i'm thinking is you can then create uh you know like geocaching uh aj yeah i know of geocaching what if you can do a game where you 3D print a marker or some sort of hint of where you've buried your treasure? So you can create this sort of rather than like geocaching, which is you get a little uh, you get longitude latitude points and you also include like a little one sentence hint of like, look underneath the dumpster. That's not really a hint. That's just kind of telling you where it is. But I'm not good at hints. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering if you could do a thing where you can actually just randomly send a project file to somebody's 3D printer and that 3D printer will print out like uh, it could be a street sign or it could be some sort of like uh, could be a miniature version of a building that they need to go to. The idea being that like you that. are sending them a clue to solve your geocaching riddle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, this is mm -hmm. a great idea. Uh, what I'm not super interested in, though, is getting people out of the house. I think that's a horrible idea for us as a game company. So hear me out. Uh-huh. Well, I love this idea of, you know, you're sending somebody a puzzle. And this reminds me of the hit video game, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Might I propose ah. to you an idea where you get to create your own little puzzle box you then send it to somebody and they and their 3D printer will print your puzzle box and then they have to solve the puzzle box that you've sent to them. Think of it as love letters of just ordeals that you're sending to random people online. 
interesting okay but how do you are you saying you hide the box 3d prints with like a prize inside of it or like it <laughs> well actually yeah, you know what'd be kind of yeah you know what'd be kind of cool can no, you no, no, 3d no. print inside of a puzzle box well you know what you could do actually because 3d printing i i don't know how much detail you can pack into it but like say you have a box printed on some sort of like little plaque inside of that box is a url or some sort of code that you then have to this is where we this is they have to log into our host site and then they get access to their digital prize or something like that okay there you get like <laughs> it's it is a it is a little app that we can design where you get to send people messages but those messages are inside puzzle boxes that you get to create and send to your friends so you're texting people but you're also sending them little puzzle boxes that they get to on mm -hmm. on furl and open up that'll be mm -hmm. fun yeah i could dig that how what can we do to put some stank on that though like okay so we have puzzle boxes uh, the messages the messages have to be like those procedurally gen like word choice messages that you get from like you know the pokemon games when the tv interviewers would be like would you answer a couple questions for us and you have like mm -hmm. eight words that you get to choose from to make a sentence kind of like mad libsy a little bit mm -hmm. that's the kind of messages that you can send to your friends and that's okay. it. You can't type that's in cute. your own messages. You have to use the messages that we built. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, that's cute. That's cute. All right, I think that's a game. What do you got, AJ? I got a submission here from the Reddit from user ArchangelGabe82. Another fighting game, but this time you use the DJ Hero peripheral. Move right and left with the crossfader. <laughs> jump, punch, and duck with the three buttons on the platter. And scratch to slice with your sword. God, I am so fucking happy you brought this one up because I also had this one and I was just like, God, here's this is what I'm picturing, AJ. You and I are sit standing in a living room six feet apart, of course, and we both have an apparatus that allows us to put the DJ like fucking dual disc. It, it, we, it's a band that you can put on your arm. So you and I just both have like have DJ the DJ Hero That's discs not going to work. No, no, no. I need both hands. I got one hand on the lever to move me left and right, and I got another one uh, on my DJ board. No, okay, no, 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 okay. No, no. So, you, so, so, you and I, so you and I both have, like, kick tables. Um, yes, or one of us is playing tables. on the floor. So then you and I are facing each other, and, like, the monitor is, like, it, we're... <laughs> so... God, this concept is so fucking cool. Because I'm picturing it being, like, a very Jet Set Radio sort of thing. I was you also and I thinking each... Jet Set Radio aesthetics. Yeah, yeah like like a mm -hmm. Jet Set Radio or even, like, a Lethal League, right? It's that, like, yeah. comic book yeah. like, very blatant. Like, you can very blatantly see the shapes of the characters, right? And, it has, yes. like, everyone's, like, a little bit funky that cell looking. that over, over big headphones and everyone's got mm -hmm. silly glasses and... Mm -hmm. Maybe there's one character that's wearing jorts, but one leg actually goes down all the way, and the other one is cut to be a jort. Hey, that's pretty fucking dumb. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. That serves no purpose aesthetically. Yeah, and so is a fucking alligator <laughs> with headphones and a jacket. Like, whatever. Yeah, These character that's designs fucking cool. are going that's to practical, work. practical, AJ. One, a jacket is practical. A, a pants with one leg cut out and the other one not cut out. You just look goofy. I hate to break it to you. That's not a good look. You don't understand. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. I, your honor. The character's wearing yes. rollerblades. Does that change your opinion at all? 
No, it makes him look even goofier. It makes him no, look like doesn't. he took a tumble and half of his ja- half of his pants got shredded. Oh yeah, you know what? We we can we can definitely double down on this. Maybe he's like a maybe the, maybe this character is like a Harvey Two Face type motherfucker, right? Like the left side's like got the torn jort, and the oh whole like left God. sleeve and shirt is all gone about, and tattered, about, and then the right side's just... like a suit. Except for the jeans. There's jean pants that go down all the way on the right leg. And rollerblades. How about he... And then they have a fancy helmet. They have like a fun motorcycle helmet. And on the right side, it's all pristine and fine. And on the left side, it looks like it's been attacked by eight jackhammers. Jesus Christ. I love it. Okay, anyway, this, okay, is a fighting, okay. this is definitely a fighting game where you have to, mm-hmm. like like we said, the slider on the left of the DJ uh, pad mm-hmm. thing is to move left and right. You have the punch, kick, j- uh, attack buttons. Now, Submitter proposed the idea of the wiki wikis on the DJ thing to be the, the slash or maybe the heavy attack, we can call it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What I also want well, to double down well, on, though, is okay, does yeah. this uh, does that affect the sound of the game? If I hit yes. it, hit the little eret eret to make my character attack real good, does that change mm-hmm. the track? The music well, what changes. What I'm thinking with that, is yeah? what I'm what I'm thinking with this is, and I know this is like a thing that we've talked about in other rhythm games, but I I think it belongs in every fucking like sort of competitive rhythm game whoever is playing the best is like the dominant music in the track so it'll be like um what's it called uh divinity original sin has this really fucking cool mechanic where um when you're attacking um and it's and it's so subtle but it's so cool but when you're in your character creation you actually pick the instrument that represents you and when you are in a fight with everybody else in your party the instrument in that track is boosted and you can hear it above any other instrument in the track and it's just it's just a complete flavor of life thing and i think that's something you can apply to this this divinity original sin interesting so like if you pick like a loot like you suddenly during the combat phase um, you s- suddenly hear a loot just like kick in and just like fucking shred and it's so cool it is it is such a it's just such a subtle thing but it's something i love and i feel if you're doing it in a rhythm game you can make that the forefront so like say you and i Did are you ever uh, see anybody play fuser or know what fuser is no i have never heard of that game before so fuser is this new um dj type song uh while i'm trying to describe it go ahead and pull it up so you have a better understanding of what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. oh it's a new dj style game wait i do know this game i do this i do know this game i remember the i remember seeing the art and i was like oh that's kind of cool yeah it's a it's a dj style game where all of the tracks have been broken down into like four types of uh audio files and you can Mm -hmm. then just remix all of them together what if this fighting game when you select a character they come with their own tracks that you can then select that are going to Mm -hmm. be used for the remix that plays during the fight scene Mm -hmm. so when you choose your character that is is also choosing the music that comes or at least the samples that will be in the backtrack to the game Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm thinking is, is um, I think you would do a thing where like each stage has its own track and then certain parts are swapped out of it depending on who your character is. So like when you're in like the subway, uh, like the subway underground stage, it does play this one part- particular track, but depending on what players are in the ring, 
dictates yeah, I, it. So I like, chose the Daft Punk character, uh, which is two mm-hmm. characters in one. Uh, it's one robot Sweet. with two heads. And so when I load into the game, Sweet. no matter what the background track is, it's always going to be chanting, one more time. Oh, boo, okay, boo, okay. Boo, boo, boo. And then I take in, uh, what's that one dude? Uh, fucking, uh, I bring in Breakbot, the French disco artist. Of course, of um, course. Now, what yeah, would that so character like, look like? He'd ha- He has a disco ball for a head. Okay. And basically, anytime he activates his ultimate, like a s- just spotlights drop from the top of the frame and just shine on his head, and it's just like you just see lights fucking spin around the whole uh, the whole uh, uh, stage, basically. But what I, here's here's something I want to add a little bit of uh, a little bit of um, stink, not stink on this, but a little bit of another wrinkle. So one of the big things about fighting games, correct me if I'm wrong, is getting into that flow state where a person can't counter you. So like you get them backed into a corner and you're going punch, 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 kick, kick, kick. And you're trying oh, when to, you start, there's when that you start fl- hitting that combo. Yeah. Yeah. You get that combo flow state. What if we figure out a way of like, you build up your meter by just doing attacks and then you activate your ultimate or you activate your combo. And then it becomes a little mini rhythm game. So like, remember in guitar hero with the solo phase where everything turns blue and you have to hit every single note to get that full power that full high score bonus but if you miss a note it just goes back to regular non-solo phase what if you do something like that so it'll be like hey i just built up my meter with my breakbot character i go in for i go in for the attack on you i activate it i land that first punch and then it becomes like dj hero where you see a little rail come towards you where you need to make sure you press the right buttons in the right sequence the oh, music but it's like up. super fast like you have to get yes. it really fast so that you yes. can do this yes. uh combo nice if you do the combo in those hits within that little rhythm mini game really good then the alt's going to hit harder Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. I say really it- quick, I'm infatuated with the thought. You were talking about actual fighting game tactics, about b- putting somebody in the corner and really just railing on them. I want yeah. you to imagine you're f- watching a fighting game and that like moment happens where the character is getting blasted into the corner and replace all of those normal video game hit effects with like the little hit markers, drum hits, high snares, and era eras of electronic music all just Ooh. going ape shit in that corner. Yeah, and then when the combo's done, it goes back crunch. to the, like the rest of the song. That's going mm. to rule, actually. I wonder if there is a way you can do this. If you can, I I have no idea if this is possible. We can but do it. Maybe. Well, no, no, no. Like you know what I'm getting like a a feel for remember in those mystery skulls uh music videos that are animated uh that animated series with like the scooby-doo sort of things their heads are always moving to the beat of the music i'm wondering if you can do this game to where you time out the punches the punch if punches always land on notes in a song so basically every punch is in rhythm with the song it not be not like you're punching to the rhythm it's just like the way everything's timed out it can only land on a note in the song okay so basically me out, me everything is this, moving to the rhythm perhaps we lean in more of a cadence of hyrule thing a character can only attack oh, on their rhythm yeah so when you yeah. play the game you you select a character. Every character has their own rhythm to it. There's like a lightweight uh, character that gets to attack more often, or there's a heavyweight character that attacks less often but has mm-hmm. higher um, damage. You're gonna to run them. into issues with that. I think you're gonna run into issues with that because if you're talking about BPM and you're both players are hearing the same song one of them is not going to be able to beat to the rhythm i think it's i think everybody has to follow the rhythm of the stage um 
so like some stages will be much faster rhythm some stages will be slower rhythm but i think if you were to have two characters maybe, with different maybe BPM, different characters can attack on different it's the same bpm but maybe one character can only hits on hit on twos and fours and the other character can hit on like one two three four if that makes any sense i no, because I, I feel like the moment you do something like that then everything's out of sync so like if a character can attack more than another it's not going to unless you like rapidly like i mean like unless you hinder them like their punches don't do shit like i feel like you're well, gonna run into a situation where a person would can attack all the time. a little bit of super armor right i think that's mm -hmm. some, i i could be talking out of my ass here but i think that there are some characters in normal fighting games already that have that i want to say potemkin from guilty gear has a level of like super armor that he can strike through and doesn't suffer from the same stuns that other fighting characters do because he's a slower unit mm -hmm. Yeah, but I feel if you're going into a game that's all about rhythm where a person can only attack on certain rhythms, I feel you're going to have characters that are like, uh, oh, this character can't really do anything against this character because they, okay. they, this other person can attack more and then like they never get an opportunity to attack and that just feels like really imbalanced, I think. I think there, are, there could be some characters like... Maybe there's a thing of like when they activate their ultimate, they can their BPM goes up or like, oh, uh, God, what do you oh, uh, what do uh, that's what they call like your uh, your oh God, what what's a, a fighting word we can your bashes per minute or something like that. Sorry, I've already decided on the name of the game and the name of the game is beats per minute. Keep going, though beats per minute sweet oh that's a good fucking name <laughs> but i'm saying uh oh or battles per minute no um, it's beats per minute because that's what bpm is it's the musical thing yep yep oh yeah of course um okay okay so then basically each person like when you hit that high your instrument that you chose for that character or the instrument that represents that character kicks up um so god there's gonna be like if there's like fucking like let's say there's eight characters in the starter game and each one of them has a track that influences like each stage, God, the album for this game is gonna be fucking wild. Yeah, be like, hey yeah. man, can you play me play me the uh, construction site scene? But I want it to have uh, Breakbot fighting Dead Mouse. And well, then you here's, just have here's how the different... soundtrack works: is because everything is just like sampled and like the characters have all kind of been pre-selected. Every mm -hmm. track is like the name of the character cross whatever the name of the other Ooh, character is or versus yeah. the other character right so like yeah and the name of the me, stage give me out give me out two electronic uh character names give me two character names i'm thinking crescendo and mystery skulls mystery skulls sure it's just mystery skulls so if you mm -hmm. lo load into the game and you, like i've chosen the character crescendo and you've chosen the character mystery skull then the track mm -hmm. is going to be crescendo versus mystery skull and then whatever the the stage level is yeah so oh dude you have like uh, just like sweet like <laughs> it looks like code basically where you have like zero zero dash like slash slash mystery skulls slash crescendo slash you I'm know thinking, the stage i'm thinking we'll do six characters and then we'll mm -hmm. do four stages so six times six times four that is hit me blake with it you're good at quick math six times six times four is 144 aj nailed it first try it's not like exactly. we had to cut anything out there no we didn't you're so good at math and so that means that we'll have 144 tracks are all of them going Jesus. to be bangers Fuck no. there are, some of them are going to suck whoa whoa that's gonna be fucking wild dude jesus all right hey that's that's gonna be a killer album we could put that on like a 
God, how many how many uh, vinyls did the Hamilton musical come with? Uh, I think it was I think it was like I think it was like four vinyls made up the whole like Hamilton musical. Well, the, video, the tracks are only going to be like three minutes long because they're on loop. It's a fighting game. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. One hundred and forty four times, let's say three minutes is four hundred and thirty two minutes. That's you're looking at seven hours worth of music, AJ. Holy fuck! Yeah. That's more than Hamilton. Hamilton's a three-hour play. Yeah, but I think it's less than Cadence of Hyrule, which, like, come on, we could beat uh, Cadence of Hyrule. You're right. You're right. You're right. God, I still need to play that game. That game looks like so much fun. Blake, uh, okay. I'm going to put a pin in this. Hit me with another video yeah. game, and let's move fast. All right, this one comes to us on Twitter from It's Not a Leap Year. So who cares about February in your eyes? A gothic horror gardening sim with toxic plants and mushrooms. AJ, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but there is a fucking crazy-ass garden in the UK called Alnwick. I believe it's, yeah, Alnwick Garden. And everything in that garden is poisonous plants, mushrooms, and things that'll make you fucking die. I could go for an Alnwick bar right about now. (laughs) (laughs) Go for a what? An omelet bar? A little omelet bar joke for those out there that are always thinking about omelets like me. It's fine. Sometimes jokes don't hit. Keep going. AJ never changed, man. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) You're the only guy I know who will go off on a tangent about omelets. The only person I know. Um, But there's this place called Alnwick, which is a garden in the UK that has everything in the garden is a poisonous plant. So you have things like nightshade or other things. So I'm wondering if you can do a Stardew-esque valley game but there is a poison mechanic in it of like, because if you're working with these plants, I am imagining the risk of toxicity or the risk of accidentally poisoning yourself. And guess what, AJ? This game is fucking permadeath. So this game, you actually, if it's, imagine putting in the hundreds of hours that re, that Stardew Valley requires, but then there is permadeath. And hey, if Blake, you die, yeah, what's up? Um, I love this. There is one caveat I'm going to do because this is a cool game that shouldn't be made. Uh-huh. It's not toxic like poison. It's toxic, toxic like gamer communities. Toxic. <laughs> you want to explain that one? <laughs> I think that you load in and you walk into the gardens, and the, all the gardens are just like really mean. All the plants start talking, and they won't stop saying oh, mean things, no. and they try to correct you all the time. Like you start watering one of the plants, and the other one's like, "Nice try, idiot. This one doesn't need to be watered every single day. It's die." <laughs> You have to know everything about me to like me. You call yourself a gardener and you can't even name 15 plants? What are you doing? Oh no. Okay. Wow, you've and then like you if you put in like 15 hours, the game starts to like really rail on you and like all the plants will be all like, wow, 15 hours and you haven't even rolled credits yet? You know, some speedrunners can do this game in eight minutes. I, wow. I wonder if you could do a thing, because I'm playing this other game right now and it actually threw me through a loop. Um I was playing uh GTFO, which is like a, a big horror like uh FPS shooter game. Um there it takes your steam username and uses that as your like call sign in the game and i was like oh that was a little creepy for a second but it was very cool what if this thing actually took some of your data from your platform so does it keep does it keep track of other games that you play does it keep track of like other things that you're doing like communications you've had with other people it's like hey i overheard your conversation online does start looking at the other games that you've played and we'll like start loading in spoilers so if you play the game too long the plants will start to spoil other video games oh no hey 
hey, be careful around the spoiler onions. They'll tell you they'll tell you the ending to Final Fantasy VII before you finished it. Stay away from the subreddit celery. There's going to be character customization, but I think that if you start to like dress your character up and you go into the gardens, there's going to be uh-huh. one plant that like it talks to you like the mean villagers from the old Animal Crossing games. That's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, do you dress like this? This is how you leave the house every single day? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> do you, are you, okay, 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 okay. Is there going it to be- It leads to your social, and when you don't get a lot of likes on your post, it'll be mean to you. <laughs> okay, are, okay, okay, okay. Is, because I'm trying to figure out, is there going to be some element of, like, how do you keep a player, like, how do you keep a, keep a player playing that game when all they get is hate Easy. like i'm trying to I'll figure out like how, how a care of if the player is good at the game like super good like they the, get one compliment the, it's a tsundere, tsundere it's not even that the plants are nice it's that they stop being mean if you've perfectly managed your garden right like there's no like overwatering or underwatering you've got all the right nutrients going to all of the right plants you don't have any like plants growing too big next Mm -hmm, to the little mm -hmm. ones making them not get get any good sunlight if you've absolutely nailed out how good to or how to do this game good then the plants Mm -hmm. are silent see the second they need anything they are ragging and nagging and being mean I I love that because like that would power like unlike Stardew Valley, which is like the feeling of like an honest day's work gets you an honest dollar and you know you feel good. This is like no that nightshade plant made fun of me. He called me a dumb a dumb gamer and I didn't know anything and I'm gonna make it shut the fuck up. That's my whole that's my whole motivation. I would wake up in the middle of the night like I need to make sure I water that. I need to water it. (laughs) <laughs> I felt like it would be such a hateful game of like I I only I I only play this game. I don't get any joy from this game. I just want those plants to quit making fun of me. I just fucking hate them so and much. I know I know what everybody's thinking. Hey, if you're playing <laughs> this game, why would you even bother with it, right? Easy. Uh-huh. When you signed up for the video game, we requested your email address and phone number so that we could spam you with texts and emails that also oh, neg you oh and are it's mean like... and toxic if you haven't locked in in long enough. God, you know, that reminds me. Fuck, that reminds me. Um, So this girl I dated back in high school, her mom was super into this. God, what was it called? Farmville or something? It was like one of those games where you have Did to like. Did you just have hey, to pl- dig for Farmville? Yeah, I think it was called Farmville, but it was the one where like, hey, the you Facebook can set up- game. Not, no, 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 no. It was like it was a phone game. It was a phone game. Oh, um, okay. Where basically it was like a Farmville adjacent knockoff, whatever. But it was one of those games where it'd be like, hey, you can grow this little wheat field, but it's going to take thirteen hours to build it, so you have to wait a long time or uh, or just pay for it to accelerate it. The thing that they would fucking do because I ended up getting into this game. So all of us would like play it together. Um, they would send you these fucking emails of like, it's been a while since we've seen you. It's been a while since, you know, you came and watered these plants. Imagine that, but it's just an insult at unpredicted times during the yes, day. Yeah. It'll it's like the little like... owl from Duolingo that guilt trips you, except it's onions yeah. and they're sending you spoilers. It just or fucking, they're it critiquing just sends... your Instagram feed. 
it just sets you a spoiler like the day a game releases It'd be like hey uh, <laughs> the day death loop comes out it's like hey here's a full uh this is what happens to your character at the end of that game like fuck <laughs> you get the spoiler but, onion I, if this game had been out like a couple months ago i think that there would have been a moment where like we would have sent a a, a, a nationwide push notification on this game of being like Last of Us 2 spoiler leak just oh, dropped a month no. early. Better get oh. gardening, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what would be so fucked up? I'm wondering if it would be funnier if you can do a thing where you don't know if it's going to be a spoiler or not. So, like, it gives you a message like, you have something in your inbox on on uh, the, on this kill game. So, but it's like, you need to know, be like, oh, is that telling me something is done? Like, I it's time for watering? Or is this just something fucking with me? It's just, is this going to be a random ass spoiler? Like, because here's the thing, like, that fits fucking toxic gamer culture so much, though, right? It'll be like, hey, you're just going to, like, we're just going to post something out of random and you get a notification. Oh, there's something going on on the subreddit. Oh, Oh, guess I just got fucking spoiled for this whole thing that I really was enjoying playing. It's, God, you don't know because it's a horrible. gamble. Yeah, this is a horrid game. Is is this what you were asking for, uh, Dustin? When, when you were saying a, putting a toxic a pin in this, this rules. <laughs> you know what we call it? What you got a name? <laughs> so I, I <laughs> I'm thinking Gamer Garden. Because <laughs> it kind of sounds a little bit polite. It sounds fun. Oh, Gamer Garden. I like this. It's very, it just tricks you into playing. All of our trailers have to be very, like, peaceful sounding. And yeah, so nobody oh, yeah, expects gonna... to lock in. Yeah, it's <laughs> got total nice guy vibes, right? Like, it oh, seems super no. charming and sweet. And then you get in, you're like, oh, oh no. Oh, oh, oh dear. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you going to have another? Wait, hold on, AJ. There's one more thing I want to talk about this. You have a neighbor, because like all gardening games, you have your neighbor who also has their garden. It's just a guy that mansplains to you how to take care of your plants. <laughs> he just shows up whenever you don't need him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like, hey. it's like how the Batman Arkham Knight games had hints through the entire game that you could never turn off, even if you were like in the yeah. final boss. Like this game would have that from your gardener. You would always get tooltips. Or like how... um. In Skyward Sword, Legend of Zelda, every time you turn the game off and then turn it on again, anytime you pick up an item, the th the game thinks it's the first time you've picked up that item. Really? So like if, oh, yeah. God. So if you play through a session and you pick up like red rubies, green rubies, purple rubies, oh my, and then you turn the game uh -huh. off and then you boot it up again for your second session, when you pick up a green ruby for the first time, the game thinks that's your first time picking up a green ruby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it okay. does that for every item in the game i think that this gardening game will have a similar situation of that neighbor that's giving you little tool tips never uh -huh, shuts uh -huh. up never stops giving you the advice will do it the entire time all right can i can i pitch you on i know we were saying we we're gonna put a pin this but i want to give you one more like just massive yeah, fucking me. stank to put on this okay this game has amiibos stick with me each amiibo is like a different killer plant but here's the thing that plant that little amiibo has a mic built into it so basically that plant can give you audio things when you're least expecting it so you have this whole wall of these poisonous plant amiibos and basically oh this one gave me a notification oh this other one gave me a notification so you just have this fucking wall of sound of notifications of any time one of those plants needs to be watered or they're going to tell you something or they're going to give you a spoiler or something like that something to fuck like just another layer of audible it's fucking with you yeah no, I love that. A little bit of like, because you know it's only a matter of time before we get the amiibo tech for mobile games. I like that you're mm -hmm. on the on the curve on this. 
Oh, you're thinking this is a mobile game? I was thinking this is like on the Switch. Well, my thought, I started to shift towards a mobile game idea once I thought about uh, push notifications oh, and the idea yeah, of you're never right, letting right, people right, escape right. from our horrible app. <laughs> because then, if it's because if it's on a mobile game, I think that it's much easier to trick people into thinking that we need to get their cell phone number so that we can text them our mean things. Mm-hmm, also, they're mm-hmm, go- mm-hmm. it's on their phone, so they're going to get text not- or push notifications about our mean things. Also, and well, it's a game, so and everyone's just frivolous with their email address. So that one's just like we got that one, no problem. I want, I and I want th- could... at least three points of contact, and I think that that's going to give us the the leverage we really need to really just spoil the scorpion king for people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i wonder if you can take a route that like um in in animal crossing like the new animal crossing they did that thing where like hey you can take this loan out on a house and then you're in debt for so long i wonder if you could do a similar system into this but it's actual real money it'd be like hey here's this whole garden you can get all these tools up front but you're gonna go into somewhat debt you have to work off your in-game debt to turn off your real world notifications so that debt you it's part part of getting oh. the debt is getting po- push notifications so then that's how you so that motivates people to continue planting and then that that way they can sell those plants that are fully good or whatever and work off that debt so you basically just get them in notification debt from the get go oh god all right all right all right you got a you got a lightning a couple lightning round games for me I got a lightning round for you here. This comes from Flint hey. Weber on Twitter, at Flint Weber. Watch as the silent scientist Gordon Freeman teams up with anybody from the Save the World single-player Fortnite game as they journey to do <laughs> one thing they want, a finished game. Oh, <laughs> no, okay. So, here, so the, the through line mm-hmm. here is that Gordon Ramsay and Fortnite save the world. Um, not Gordon Ramsay. What's the name? Gordon. Gordon no, now it's Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. That's totally in. That's <laughs> that's on brand, dude. Because they're adding fucking. Uh, they're adding everybody right now. Because I know they added. Uh, they added Ryu and and Chun Li, for uh, from the Street Fighter games, and then they also added Ripley from the Alien movies. They also so got could... Master Chief and Kratos in Fortnite. Basically, what this Wait, is is Master we... Chief is fucking what the fuck? Master really? Chief is in Fortnite, dog. Yeah. What? what? God, Fortnite is fucking huge. Okay, so with the, Gor- the, you want, the, we want the get... key through line here is that the main characters from the single player Fortnite and Gordon Freeman both have been damned because they're mm-hmm. never getting an actual full game. Rip to both of them. Well, here's hoping with Half-Life Alex doing so well, maybe we get what if, Half-Life game. Uh-huh. What if Fortnite said, check this out. We've got a special going on right now. We, Fortnite, will give you Half-Life 3 within the Fortnite engine. Oh, oh, oh. I don't have a bit here. I'm just looking oh. at the stark reality oh. of a possible thing, right? Like, how long is it until... I mean, Fortnite did the big Travis Scott thing. How long is it until Fortnite says well, single-player you know challenge maps? So fucking e- and then no, you, you know get so to wild, do, though? And then they announce Gordon Freeman, and then you have a single-player adventure in Half-Life. Or of See, you know, you're not Fortnite. far off though, because like I feel games have been doing that more lately. Like there was that whole thing of I haven't fully experienced it, so I don't know what the scope of it was though. But Alan Wake is my favorite game, and Remedy is Remedy and Five Hundred Five are like my favorite 
it's my favorite developer um they did a thing in control like in their in their last dlc that i guess features alan wake yeah, so i'm alan wake wondering DLC. yeah so i'm wondering if you're not far off on like people starting like big games being used to platform as teasers for upcoming games so it'll be like you know your thing of like of morgan freeman will be like yeah there's this there's this whole uh we replaced tilted towers i don't even know if that fucking exists anymore um we replaced tilted towers with uh, a black mesa facility and it's gonna have its own little thing in there of like you can find like little uh little audio files in the middle of matches or something like that yeah i mean fortnite did something like that for uh, star wars already so like how long is it before other video games say we're going to use fortnite as our promo yeah oh you didn't hear How's it going? No. Welcome to Spiritual Successor. What? Sometimes a horrible news uh, podcast from ye old times. So you know how in the newest Star Wars movie, there was just that line about this. The guy was like, somehow the Emperor Palpatine came back to life. And a lot of us oh. were like, what? wow, they really just one-lined that one, huh? Well, they didn't. Here's the catch. In order to understand the real lore of how and when Emperor Palpatine came back to life, you have to find the audio logs in Fortnite. This isn't a bit. Whoa. Oh, and God. we're never going to think of anything funnier than that, Blake. That's the you worst part. Is that well, is the funniest uh, thing imaginable. Like well, and so and okay, to <laughs> they put Star Wars canon in Fortnite. <laughs> that's so fucking wild because that truly gives me a sense of like scope of how big Fortnite really truly is. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, you always hear about like Fortnite's huge, Fortnite's huge. But the fact that Fortnite fucking teamed up with Star Wars as like a a, pro- a property that is very famously frugal with sharing it with other things. It's very like kept close to the chest, either by Lucasfilm or, you know, EA or, or fucking Disney. Um, the fact that they fucking teamed up and were like, yeah, this is canonic to this multi-billion dollar movie. Like, what? Fucking. Yeah. Fortnite is impressively large. And I know that, like, a lot of, like, gamers TM, like, will be like, oh, Fortnite. Like, there needs to be, like, a level of, like, acceptance and. Well, astonishment, it, you know, I, I guess, I, about, like, but, how massive yeah. it is. And so, like, yeah. I, um, Monster Hunter recently did, well, not even recently anymore, but they did a crossover event with, like, um,. The Witcher, right? You could load in uh-huh, as Geralt uh-huh. Rivia. You did a little fun uh, voice acted single player experience and you got to fight a cool lich thing. The lich uh-huh, plant, uh-huh. The, the mean tree. And so how long is it until Fortnite 1 does a crossover event with another video game, right? Like there needs, there will come a point when a video game says we're building hype for our game and so we'd like to do a Fortnite crossover, when oh is that and what IP will it be? Will it be a single player Gordon Freeman experience? Probably not, but mm-hmm. we know that we uh, 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 let me let me use the suck force really quick. <laughs> uh, Channel that shit. We know <laughs> that at some point Halo will need to do damage control on their IP and build hype for their next experience before it comes out. Oh, you mean on Halo Infinite? <laughs> Halo, here's Suck Force. Here it comes inbound. There will be a Fortnite Halo event wherein the new Halo video game guns will be first accessible in Fortnite. So people will get to feel what those guns will feel like in Halo. 
Uh, how about this? I'll do you one better. Cortana is a findable thing in the universe, uh, or in the map of Fortnite. And if you're master, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like, let's be realistic. They're not gonna do guns. They're gonna do if they're. No, if, you don't think the... so. I, th- I look. Imagine like a gun like the Needler, right? When we all felt the Needler for the first time, it was like a new, like astonishing experience. I'm saying that Overrated. Fortnite, whatever the next Needler is, whatever the next gun that is unique to the Halo f- game is, they will put AJ. it in Fortnite first, AJ. so people can feel that gun. No, no, no. no. No, AJ, 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 this is what they're going to do, because they're they're not going to build new assets for that. You know what they're going to do? They're going to make, if you're Master Chief, you could fucking dual-wield Fortnite guns, dude. You could dual-wield dual pickaxes, because that, like, here's the thing. Everybody talks about how great the Needler was. I, I'm like, okay, it's, it's fun, but you know you know what was more powerful? Dual-wielding double SMGs. We have not been able to do that since Halo 2, AJ, and you know how much that upsets me as a person. That's not true. You can was... do it in Halo 3. What are you talking about? What? No, I don't think, no, I don't think you can dual-wield SMGs. I remember that being, like, I remember being so fucking livid about that. I don't think you were able to dual wield as SMGs at the same time. You were able to dual wield, just not two SMGs at the same time. Oh, did and it you have to dual- be a separate gun? Like an yeah, SMG it had to be like a separate and then the spiker. Yeah, and then a needler or whatever. Yeah, okay. I don't think you could dual wield double SMGs like you could in Halo 2. And I remember being so fucking frustrated about that as a person. But regardless, I... I okay, so let's go back to the, 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 the original submission of... So it's Gordon Freeman and... Uh, oh god, I wonder if they. Oh would yeah, do I a totally forgot where... that there was a part of the submission about the single player Fortnite thing. No, that's wicked <laughs> or, dead. Like or, I can't wait, even or... crack jokes about it. I wish it wasn't. The single player Fortnite ruled a little tower defense game where you got to build a fort with and defend it with your friends. Hell yeah, that owned bones. I played that game for like two weeks and then they d- dropped the battle royale thing and I thought I'm not gonna touch that. <laughs> little well, did know I what's... know what beast that was gonna become. Well, you know, honestly, and and going back to a point you were making of like how a lot of people like to shit on Fortnite, dude, it's big for a reason. The gameplay loop is fun. You know, it just so happens. It just so happens to be super popular and everybody's like, oh, it's so popular. So it has to be bad. Like another good one is like Call of Duty. Yes, I think the stories in Call of Duty can be problematic and bad, whatever. But like gameplay loop, it's fun. Like doing multiplayer with other people. I mean, the community is fucking toxic. Don't get me wrong. But like. I think those games are big for a reason. You know, people like playing them. It's like, it's the same reason people play FIFA every year. You know, is there a lot going on in FIFA? No, but it's just fun. Boop, 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 boop. Games are fun? Yeah, games are fun, man. Who gives a shit if they're fucking famous? Uh, I mean, not famous. Who gives a shit if the game is big like Fortnite? Like, if it's fun and it brings you joy, have fun. Have fun. It's like all those people shitting on, like, Minecraft Let's Players. Like, oh, all you play is Minecraft. Like, yeah, so what? They fucking are having a good time. Why you got to shit on their good time? Little known fact, I think gamer culture is kind of shitty and really bad about, like, telling other people. Yeah, like fucking like people talking like, hey, this game that not many people like brings me a lot of joy and I and I and it makes me feel happy like that like fucking good for you, dude. Like be happy. Like why we got to be shitting on people for being happy about games that they like? I don't know. There's <laughs> an interesting discussion. How's it going? Welcome to Spiritual Successor, sometimes a recommendation podcast. There's a, this incredible thing from Waypoint Radio that they just did where Austin Walker, Gita jackson and a third person i don't remember the name they talk about gamer culture uh and they talk about like the relation between like being somebody that plays games and wanting to identify as a gamer in a really interesting Mm -hmm. way because like there's an interesting dichotomy in how like people who don't play games look at the word gamer and like the culture of video gamers and then the way that people that do play video games and engage with game culture 
look at gamers and game culture, and it's an interesting little difference. And I definitely recommend people go check out Waypoint Radio. Okay. All right. I think that's great. I think we also need, we need to close to out the episode. We need to pick a choose a, a video a game that should not be made. Now, so, like, what was our game last week? It was High Seas, which I yes, believe was a rhythm uh, game. A rhythm game about um, not getting legal rights so that people would DMCA themselves. I think we got to pick something is, that isn't this a rhythm week, game. Do we want to do something that's a little bit for us because I really like beats per minute, or do we do something a little bit for the brand and do that toxic gardening game? <laughs> well, I think we should do the gardening game primarily for for two reasons. One. It's unlike, I, I think it's unlike something we've made. I feel like we've made Rhythm Fighters before, and I want to make our next game kind of different. Two, um, we did just do a rhythm game last week. <laughs> hey, Blake, is there a common theme of us creating video games that are built to trap people? Yeah, like that's, 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 I feel like, I, when I look at spiritual successor, I look at it as like, hey, I want to make games that, all of them Drop have people. elements of like things that we fucking hate in real mm -hmm. life, like yeah. microtransactions, things that trap you in weird payment loops or uh, games that are about like that are commentary on toxic bullshit culture um, or to yeah, tox toxic. Yeah. Gamer toxic gamer culture. So, I, I, yeah, I feel like that's been a common theme through a lot through a lot of our games. I feel like very rarely are our games like actually good so gamer nice. gardens is the thing that uh -huh. we're looking at now yeah gamer is there gardens. any way we could sp spice that up a little bit mm -hmm. uh toxic i mean you could also just call it toxic garden like toxic, toxic gamer garden. garden what was the or name toxic, of the garden uh, that you called the omelet garden the Alnwick, yes Mm, that's not a very buzzing word, is it? <laughs> All right, AJ, this is what we call this game. It's called Ninja Garden. <laughs> Ninja Garden? <laughs> no, is that just a play because it sounds like Ninja Gaiden? <laughs> I just... <laughs> or did you just want to put the word ninja in there? No, because Ninja, the toxic fucking gamer dude, Ninja. Oh, the gamer boy! <laughs> oh man, you missed it. I thought, I thought, I thought that was a joke right up your alley, man. I deleted him shit from on my brain, ass. dude. He's a shitty I person. Do, That's I go I out of my way to not talk about. That okay, how about how about boy. this? How about this? How about this? How about this? The neighbor that we have is Ninja. That's the name. <laughs> that's the neighbor that comes up and fucking mansplains to you how you're doing gardening wrong. Oh and like, yeah, what yeah, was that yeah, other, yeah. What was that other shitty thing that he says? It's like you need to be mad when you lose, and like whatever that fucking toxic masculinity bullshit yeah, thing you said. Real, real <laughs> gamers get mad when they lose video games. Yeah, like what a fucking <laughs> what douchebag, an absolute dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I got it. You know how they they just released that video game that was called like a uh, Triangle Project or whatever for the Switch yeah, because yeah. it's it's still in development we'll just uh -huh. call it mean garden project mean garden project <laughs> mean garden and honestly like i'm taking this bit and i'm putting it in my pocket we might use this again in the future mean garden project this week next week who knows <laughs> well here's the thing once these games come out it's not like we put patches out for them dude it's not yeah, like we're well, fixing well, these this games is just posted. a working title you know what i mean like it's gonna change one day okay okay so mean garden maybe mean maybe garden is actually pretty fun in a week and a half when our audience gives us a better name for it because they're better at this than we are i'll go back and rename <laughs> this episode to the good name okay so mean garden part i think just just call it mean garden bro 
Mean the, the, it needs to have mean project, project in it so that people know that it's in work in development and it's still a working title. All right, Mean Garden Project. Okay. Like how Octopath Traveler at one time was just called like Octopath Project or a Traveler Project or something wild like Man, that. Man, they really, they really, they really changed the name after that, huh? You need to work with something. <laughs> okay. All right, Mean Garden Project. I don't think we're gonna use boss fight this week um, because I just don't know what the boss fight would be. I got um, no idea either. Yeah. All righty. Hey, let's go to patch notes. Let's go to patch notes. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Patch Notes, my favorite time of the podcast, because it's the one time I heard your ping. I heard your Discord ping that time, or your Facebook Messenger ping. Really? I didn't yeah. get any notifications on that one. Oh, was that? I have not heard you know anything. what? That was on me, because I have Wait. my... I forgot that I'm on my cell phone headphones, and so my Wait. cell phone made a noise. Have the, have the Discord notifications I've been hearing coming from you? No, that would be weird because I didn't hear any tings for my Discord when you were at the top God, of the where show. Where the fuck are those coming from? Okay, anyway, whatever. All right, this tell, is my favorite tell, part yeah. of the show because it's the one time of the show I get to make a request that I want to actually happen. And what I demand from the audience today is to show our podcast to someone else. I'm sick of working for this brand. <laughs> I'm sick of putting this team on my back. And I'm sick of sending out emails to every email chain I can to request people to listen to my podcast. And so I would like you, our lovely little audience, to do that work for me, please. Please? I love that, please? You, I love that you put a little gremlin voice on this. Like a little, it's, like, it's me, I'm a goblin. I'm a goblin. It's me, I'm the asking you to shut goblin. Please, <laughs> show my podcast to everybody. <laughs> And if you're feeling extra nice, oh, I should put on a goblin voice too. And if you're feeling extra nice, if you could leave a review or a rating on iTunes, it helps us grow. I demand it. Are we just putting in demands now? We do. We just you know go this what? whole. I think that we doing don't... a self plug is way easier when you put a goblin voice <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, because it feels a little less like, oh man, I don't. I, you know, I, I, if you know, leave it a review if you want. It might just be that part know? of me that like is super uncertain about myself and like hates that I have to like <laughs> ask people to go check out my stuff. But on our YouTube channel, we got a let's play going on for Dead Rising. And you can go of check dads. that out. It's two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> that voice hurts <laughs> anyway thank you all so much for listening to our podcast our intro and outro music is cheap shot by anna monaguchi an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game i've been your host aj hart and i have been your other host blake Ray. and i have been your other host blake raya <laughs> Man, goblin I'm clipping. Clip man, right goblin out. voice clip. Goblin voice clips my mic. <laughs> That's not helpful for me. I'm gonna hate that later. <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>